0: you already know what it is it's your boy calvin light and it's time to pay these bills if you haven't heard of anchor by spotify well let me tell you it's the easiest way for you to make your very own podcast everything you need in one place let me explain it's got all the tools for you to do your own podcast right from your phone or you can get a little fancy on your computer Anchor also distributes your podcast on all platforms. Everywhere from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other places. And it has all the tools in one place. And guess what? It's totally free. So, what do you got to do? Go to your app store. Find Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Anchor app. Download and get your voice out there. Or you can go to anchor.fm and get started today. Get your voice out there. Be heard. Chill. Like, what it be like, like, you already know what it is. This is your boy, Calvin Light My Way, and this is Cut the Noise, Growing Through Conversation. And I really got a special guest. This is not being hyperbolic. This is not being funny. This is being real, true to life. This brother is changing lives. He's changing the world. And he really changed his bank account. This is my brother from another mother. We go back, like, way, way back. Way, way, way back.
1: Go a little bit more. You probably way, way out. back. <laughs>
0: But now we're here today with Mr. Nathaniel Dwayne, the Don of Closer himself. What's going on, brother?
1: What do you do, what do you do?
0: It's a pleasure. Man, I remember back when we first met.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was many moons ago. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of gray hairs that won't down. <laughs> you know, some pounds that won't down. Yeah. But we was in a whole nother world, Yeah. A whole nother lane. But today, I look across from myself, and I still see my brother but I see you in a completely different Mm area. So can you tell the people a little bit about yourself and how you got
1: started? Definitely, definitely. Uh, What up everybody? Um, Man, so it's been a long, long time coming, right? Uh, Obviously, we met through dance, right? right? right. And so for those that are watching, I don't know if you know me or not, I am the old Jay Grimm, AKA Arson, Reason, Greedy Kid. Um, Crump from Oceanside, California, the best city in Crump, period. Right, no matter what city you're from, Oceanside is the best. But, anyways, Matt Calvin, um, they flew me out here to dance at a North Carolina event, and I battled uh, Mike, which is, uh, I call him Hazard, but his name is Prodigy or something like that. Protege, <laughs> whatever his name is now. Protege, yeah. Yeah, Protege. But, uh, battle Protege, dog them, um, kick the. You ain't have, have to say it like that. You ain't <laughs> have to say it like that. Man, check the footage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and uh, Calvin, we just hit it off, man. We were laughing. We just laughed a lot. Oh, yeah. And so came up back to North Carolina, danced with Calvin, met people like his little brother, uh, hung out with Mike, Mallard, Ramil, all these guys, and, man, the rest was history from there. Right. Then we transitioned, but I was already an entrepreneur, man. Um, Oh, yeah. I was an entrepreneur through high school. Obviously, I failed at, like, everything that I did. Had the wrong intention, right? That's, like, Mm. the biggest part to entrepreneurship. I didn't have the right focus, I didn't have the right things that I wanted in life, but I was an entrepreneur at heart. Um, tried a lot of different things from the age 17 to 23. Okay. Um, failed, mm. never succeeded in anything. Um, made my first million at the age of 24. Mm. Uh, now I'm 33, I'm a full-time real estate investor. Real on estate. Multiple companies, I own an amazing call center in the Philippines, I own an ad agency, I own a cleaning business, I own uh, that's a lot of different things, man. Uh, I want to watch company, too. Be able be to look out for that. Wow. Bro, that's a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, what would you say was the catalyst
1: for you even stepping into the realm of
0: entrepreneurship?
1: Um, Man, the way I grew up. I mean, we grew up with nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, watched my dad work multiple jobs. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, but my mom was stressed out, you know, because... Ideally, this wasn't the life that she had for her, us, Right, you know, as kids. She wanted us to have a better life. She wanted us to be okay. Um, I remember us, one year, we didn't get no new school clothes, and we didn't get no shoes. And people were making fun of us, obviously. But then this family dropped off um, clothes to us. Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, stuff that we've never, ever had in our life before. Right. Um, and that one moment stuck with me, you know, for the rest of my life. And it was like... I refuse to watch my mom shed any kind of tears ever again Mm. for what she can't have. So that's the catalyst for me.
0: Oh, man. So where, like I said, you really covered a lot just in your intro, bro. Uh, (laughs) Like, no exaggeration. But when it comes to entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. um, what can you say about the idea or, or, I ain't going to say the idea of it, but the importance of carving out your own lane in comparison to just following somebody else's.
1: Um, so, so I, I'm, that's kind of a tricky question, right, right? right? Because if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. That's true. Right. And so we mix up the word duplication mm-hmm. as us copying somebody. Right. And it's never that duplication is copying the method. Mm. Right, but you still have to put your own personality into everything that you do. Okay, and so it's never if you take if you took like for example in real estate I do probate I do a lot of inherited properties I do a lot of tax properties. If that was your market, did you copy me? No, No. you took the method, right? But you didn't take what I say, you didn't take what I look like, and so when we talk about carving our own lane, it's us bringing our own personality into this thing, right? Mm us taking what we've been through, those struggles, those things that we go through, and making that into something bigger. Right. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, you have your own mandate, right? I'm a very special person, right? So, you have your own mandate that God is giving you. Right. Which is to help people and reach out and touch people. My mandate is on the whole other side, mm. right? And because it's on the whole other side, I have to understand that who you touch, I may not touch. Right. Who you reach, I may not be able to reach. Mm. My story may not touch them. They may not want to hear about a kid from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Your story is going to touch so many different people. And so when we talk about carving our own lane, it's really about you aligning with your purpose in life. Mm. Right? Like, who are you called to help? Who are you called to touch? Who are you right. called to reach? Because who those people are is not who I'm called to help. Right. Right? So my own lane is finding my purpose. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Okay. So I, I'm glad you
0: segued in that direction because a lot of people struggle with the idea of finding what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give a person that hasn't quite figured out what their purpose is or what their quote-unquote calling is
1: so there's three p's that i live by Mm. right it's purpose passion profits okay um if you can find out your purpose you'll unlock your passion which allow you never quit once you unlock your passion you'll obtain all the profits in the world Mm. right um the best way to find your purpose is to find out why you're on earth Mm. right there's certain things you need to pay attention to. What kind of people are always around you? Right. What are those people always going through? Mm. Right. For me, I'm always around people who quit people. Who's the underdog. Nobody believes them in their family. Right. I'm always around people who have a big dream, but, but they can't find a friend to believe in them and help them with it. Mm. Why? Because that's me. Right. Right? So to find your purpose is to find out what you went through. Mm. Backtrack, write down five things that you went through in life. That still to this day you remember wholeheartedly and ten times out of ten those are the people you're called to help.
0: Ooh,
1: right. So, you
0: right. Yes, yes. <laughs> you hit me with some monster juice man. I feel like you're throwing bricks in the room. Like <laughs> this ain't this ain't no small potatoes. I don't know if anybody else is getting it. God knows. I pray. I pray you're catching these mm-hmm. nuggets, okay? But um, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you said profit. Uh, purpose. Purpose. Passion. P- passion. Profits. Okay. Okay. That is crazy. I'm gonna have to put that on the screen. Um <laughs> so when when you got started in entrepreneurship, not even when you got started, when you finally reached a level of success, mm-hmm. what was what 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 were the two or three things that were complete and necessary for that success to take place?
1: Um what were the three things to help me become successful i mean it might it might be more than
0: that, it might be less than that, yeah, but what was once once these things came into
1: play, mm-hmm. things kind of took off that it was uh understanding my purpose mm. I mean, like I said, I tried entrepreneurship since I was seventeen to twenty three right um and I failed right, all because I wanted to. Buy the fancy car, and I wanted. I had this vision, right? This right. bull, this bull crap vision that God did not give me. Uh-oh. Where I had this vision to pull up into Bentley, to my ex girlfriends house, knock on the door, when she answers, say, "I think I left my hat in here. Can you watch my car real quick?" Like I had this vision to do this to her because she dogged me out. Right. But that vision never prospered. Right? Mm-hmm. So for the five years of me doing business, I I ended up changing my my vision, mm. and I started realizing that. I want to be successful so I can help people. Right. Right. And the moment I said that was the moment my business just blew up out of nowhere. Mm. And it was really because I aligned myself to where I was supposed to go. Right. Right. And sometimes you, you're going to have a lot of battles, man, with your wants, I hear people always say, it, do it for the people who don't believe in you show them that you can do it. <laughs> like, that is the most wackest thing in the world. I'm Why? Good. Because you don't have to prove anything to anybody. Right. Right. When God gives you a vision, when God gives you an idea, He doesn't give it to you to prove people wrong right Mm. god doesn't care about your haters at the end of the day he gives you something so that you can enable and help somebody else right the only reason why you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing is because god trusts you with it and so i tell people man like you don't make millions by talent you make millions by assignment and meaning what you're doing is for somebody else right you know and and i know that like i i know that you know what I'm it's for somebody like else. i know it's for somebody else my conversation the way i talk to people the way i help people you know the way we we bless people we give people money we pay people's rent like we're not here because we're the best in the world mm-hmm. we're here by assignment because god trusts us with it mm. so that's the way i look at it
0: mm. Well, i don't know if anybody else took that but what i took was get on assignment stay on task, and just get it done. Because mm-hmm. the people that are out there mm-hmm. waiting for you to see, waiting for you to do what you were called to do so that you can be a blessing to them, get on assignment. Gosh, bro, I thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was for me. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, what, most, what do you see from your success and from helping people, consulting, and, and so forth? What really stops people From achieving the success that they want most of the time
1: the mindset mindset most people are so selfish Mm. so greedy I just had this conversation the other night in my house yeah and I said to my boy I said man listen your 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 idea was how can I make 50k right your idea should have been how can I make 50k and split it with somebody Mm. right because if if you don't understand it by now strength is in numbers Right, everything that you do is is numbers. When Jesus was on the was on the ground, why was there twelve disciples? Mm. Right, they couldn't do what he can do, but why was they there? Right, everything that you look at there's numbers. When you look at Jordan, there's Pippin. Mm. When you look at Kobe, there's Shaq. When you look at Kobe, there's Paul Gasol. Right, when you look at Curry, there's Clay. Right, like there's no one on this earth who is just successful by themselves. Right, you know what I'm saying? And so when you look at things like that, you realize that if I need to be successful. Because you get people like this who's like, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to build it. <laughs> yeah. I got this. Nobody's going to outrun me. And it's right. like, dude, you're going to lose. Yeah. Because these 10 fingers can't do more than 20. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And so until you start to think like, okay, A, I need to build a team. Right. I need to understand that to duplicate success, I need numbers. Mm-hmm. You'll always fail. Okay. Because you by yourself can only do so much in 24 hours. Right. But 10 people in 24 hours can do a, a, a lot of things.
0: you right about that.
1: So that's what I was saying, man. Um, I kind of feel like I got off topic. but No, nah, you have You own it. <laughs> you own it. But I feel like, you know, it, I mean, at the end of the day, build a team, man. Build uh'
0: Cause that's literally the next question. Build,
1: build, people, <laughs> build people around you. Build people next to you. Life is much fun when you all win mm-hmm. versus when you just win.
0: Okay, so when it comes to building a team – um, obviously, if, with different business opportunities or bif- different structures, there's going to be different players that are needed. But when building a team, what should people look for As, aside not just talent, but mm-hmm. in the people? Because you don't want to have people
1: around you that you you feel, like, it. feel it, you feel it, you feel who who you're called to help. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll feel who you who you can trust. And then if there's like a lot of like static between you two before the start, then most people say, Oh, it's just warfare. No, it means that they're not supposed to be there. Okay. Because everything's gonna align like it's supposed to. Right? Like a tire when it when it fits on, it fits on perfectly. Mm. It doesn't go crooked for no reason. Right. Right? But you try to bang it on like, Oh, let me let me bang the bolt, see if I can stick it on, you're forcing it, right? Mm. When your team comes into play, the car should be built perfectly. Everything should fit perfectly, precise. Right. Just enough measurement, just enough room. So, when you're building your team, you'll feel it. Okay. You'll
0: know. I got you. Well, uh, what's some of the worst business advice you've ever heard?
1: Because I know. Don't invest. <laughs> That's it? Um, six, seven years ago, I did a mentorship with Frank Kern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember everybody told me, don't give him $15,000. All I had was twenty grand in my account, right? Everybody was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I right. was like, dude, this guy's making over $200,000 a month net profit. Right. I'm making twenty grand a month. Mm-hmm. What do I look like not doing it? Yeah. Right? And most people don't understand that, you know, investment is just a number. Right? Mm. And all you're doing is shaking hands with faith. That's all you're doing.
0: Wow. Can you say that one more time?
1: All you're doing at the end of the day is shaking hands with faith. If you are if you put 15K, if I put, when I put 15K up, I just shake hands with faith at the end of the day, right? That I believe that I'm supposed to see the garden from this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I went from making 20K a month, I remember. I went to the event. Everybody was already in my head telling me I shouldn't have went. So I talked to the dude, and the dude told me, hey, Fred Kern told me, said, your problem is you market to all the wrong people. You want to try to help people from the hood who can't even handle the knowledge of what you have. And I was like, man, who are you you to tell me that I can't help the hood? (laughs) Right? I was pissed. And I think everybody's right. I shouldn't have given this dude 15 grand. Right. And I remember I was driving down this long hill, got to the freeway, and I said, did I really spend $15,000 to not listen to this man? (laughs) Because that's deep if I did that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I implemented literally my next 30 days. I had my first ever six-figure a month. Yeah. By what he told me to do. Right. And so the I worst advice that. I've ever heard mm. was someone telling me don't invest, don't put that much money into something like money gonna come and go. You know what I mean? It's you, do you believe you're supposed to have success? Mm. Because there's different levels of tests at the end of the day. Right. Okay, so
0: since we got the worst advice out of the way, what was the best advice you ever received?
1: The best advice I've ever received. If they're not paying your bills, their opinions don't matter.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. You ain't even got to explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even got to explain that one.
1: Shouts out to Jermaine Steele for that, by the way. Oh,
0: man. that, that That's gospel right there. <laughs> okay. If they ain't paying your bills, their opinion don't matter. I've been telling folks that for a long time myself. Um, <laughs> so... With your entrepreneurship journey mm-hmm. and where you've come from. Mm-hmm.
1: What's next for you, bro? Oh man, um, to own over a hundred rentals. Mm. hundred rentals and passive income. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's the next step.
0: So, for the small potato. Mm-hmm. That might be about my height my size <laughs> frame size um <laughs> what advice would you give them to say not 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 so far so much as following after someone else or just chasing success in mm-hmm. their own lane or finding something that they can duplicate uh what advice would you give that person
1: the best advice in the world find you a mentor Give them whatever the price is Mm -hmm. and and believe in the harvest. Right. That's the best advice I can give somebody. Many times people want to do like shortcuts and they say, I'm going to go to YouTube University. And it's like, dude, the person you following they made it because they invested. Mm -hmm. Right. And we don't understand that the investment is the seed. Right. Right. You can't grow a garden with no seeds. True. So you just water and soil when when you're on YouTube University by yourself. Mm. Because what you're saying is, I don't really believe in this vision. Mm. I don't really believe in this idea. So let me try it for free. Right. So the best advice, man, is get you a mentor, pay the price, um, and then understand that this is what you're called to. Right. And there's going to be ups and downs, right? Entrepreneurship's a roller coaster. It's going to be fun. It's going to be scary. But at the end, it's going to be peaceful when you, when you stop. Right. So that's, that's the goal.
0: Okay. Hey, that's amazing. And I appreciate that. Uh, what I did earlier... I went to YouTube and I asked a couple people to post some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they could sit down with a millionaire, what questions would they ask? And I have a few. I'm not going to read names. I'm going to keep you all anonymous. Y'all mm-hmm. can go to my Facebook page and you can find out exactly who these people are. Um, <laughs> but my first question is, uh, do you feel obligated to help every family
1: member? In the beginning, you do. Mm. Because it's like you want to see everybody win, right? But... It's hard, man. Sometimes help is words. Mm. And I used to think like, I tell people all the time, you know, you're the golden child in the family. You're the one to break the generational curses. Um, The hardest part is you, you can't go broke helping. Mm. That's not what you're, that's not why you became successful. Right. Um, You'll know when you feel led to help somebody. You'll know when you're supposed to be helping somebody. And so I had to learn the hard way by trying to help any and everybody. Mm -hmm. And it messed me up. Right. And so, some people aren't ready to receive your help. And sometimes you not helping them is helping. Ooh, And that's the thing that you have to learn the most.
0: So there's a lot of discernment that you got to learn around, along the way, right? Exactly. I got you. All right. So, uh, what. This was that question that I did not quite understand what they were asking, brother. Right there. What was a breaking
1: point for you to do something different? Um, watching my mom. Watching my mom have two heart attacks watching my mom basically struggle and watching my mom cry every night because we didn't have enough money to eat eat. we didn't have enough money to do what we wanted to do um that was my breaking point my mom had a heart attack my sixth grade year right in front of me Hmm. um at two o'clock in the morning so that was my breaking point And then the question was, what was the tipping point that I realized you made it? Uh, When I realized I made it was when everybody and their mama asked me for money. (laughs) (laughs) When everybody all of a sudden out of nowhere had ideas for entrepreneurship of what business they wanted to start. Right, right. That's when I knew I made it.
0: Okay.
1: And? How do they plan to keep in the field? How do I? I don't plan to keep on going future keep investing man you never stop learning you know Um, you constantly have to invest into knowledge you constantly have to get poured into because you pour out so much right Um, and just keep believing and keep going you know Mm. once you know you called to it you will always have it
0: right all right we got another question
1: investment tips um Airbnb uh, rentals anything real estate really Real estate. Anything real estate's good.
0: Gotcha. Uh, last question: What was the most difficult thing about becoming a millionaire?
1: Um, the most difficult thing is understanding who to help and who not to help. Mm. That's probably the most difficult thing in success: is knowing where you're supposed to put your money at versus who you want to just give money to. Because mm-hmm. there's been times where I've given ten thousand, twenty thousand, and it just went in vain. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because you want to help somebody. And so the hardest part is knowing how to say no. Mm. And understanding that the relationship may go different because you said no. Right, right. Yeah.
0: But it just it's kinda of off topic. But if somebody does say no, or you, you say no, and a person acts different, isn't that just a sign that they didn't belong there anyway?
1: Yeah, it is. But it hurts though. This is true. It hurts because it's somebody you, ain't you care got about. Feelings like
0: I said I dead somebody off real quick No word I don't know you no (laughs) more
1: Yeah you will Yeah Mm -hmm. but um
0: Got any Questions brother Okay, I'll repeat it. So, what are because I know it won't. Oh my! So, what are the routines and habits that it takes to become a millionaire?
1: Pretty much, what is my daily routine? Right. Pray when you wake up. Um, understand that everything can go absolutely wrong today, so prepare your mind for that, so you're not shocked, mm. um, and then go into it knowing whose life am I about to change today.
0: Mm. So, in other words, y'all, wake up, pray on purpose, and go get it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Man, that's strong. Brother, I deeply, deeply thank you for having to sit down with me. No doubt. Uh, You know, we can talk for hours, but it might turn different. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time, brother. Uh, it, was, it was really a blessing to see you. Mm-hmm. It's been a little while, but to actually sit down and have a conversation and even, you know, bust out a little podcast mm-hmm. because these are conversations that a lot of our people in the mm-hmm. hood or in the form,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> might not be privileged to. Right. Right? They might not have the opportunity to sit down with a brother of, of your your caliber mm-hmm. and hear said advice. So that's why I think it's so important For these types of conversation To be recorded and put out mm-hmm. You know on YouTube or podcast platforms. Cut the noise grown through conversation Check it out mm-hmm. um, <laughs> But I really thank you bro Because One thing I can say And this, this ain't got nothing to do with My brother telling me to say something This is me Now y'all niggas know how I am mm-hmm. um, <laughs> One thing I can say about you bro You've been the same person in heart since the first day I met you. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your zip code might have changed. You yeah. know, your, your pocketbook might look a little different, bank account and so forth. Yeah. But uh, the man who you are, you, you never change as that person. And I can say that what they say about money changing people is true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change people, it just reveals who they are. And uh, I appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate your time. It's all love. It's chill. <laughs> so, Till next time. Lights out.
1: chill. Parsons up. You know <laughs>